I've been recording this whole time. I have. Hello, welcome back to the show. Um, this is going to be a short, rushed episode because um, I'm five minutes later than I should have been. This is going to be um, my show about the Cheap Shots Challenge. Yes, I'm going to be photographing my stuff that I'm photographing for this and I'm going to be uh, what's the word yeah recording my progress so I'm just setting up the thing that I'm trying to set up because I'm going to try and do it in the hour that I've got and I just want to see what this is actually going to do to uh, the situation and I've got a good reading there, so... Okay, right, I'm just metering because the scene I've set up is quite complex and the way I'm doing it is quite complex. Basically, the Cheap Shots Challenge is all about groceries and I decided that I was going to do something in my kitchen. I did do something last week but the pictures didn't come out and the recording was a bit terrible, so... This is my second attempt and hopefully I'm gonna learn my mistakes learn from my mistakes if you're listening to this on my show you're gonna get the full possible half hour whack of this if you're listening to this if you're not then you've heard it on the Sunday 16 show then you're getting the the abridged version so you'll know what's happening before I will basically what's happening is um, oh dear how do I change this now I want to change my thing there. Right, what's happening is I've got my pinhole camera, which is going to be my cheap shots camera. The reason I've chosen that is because it was basically free because I made it. The materials cost me a little bit, but the camera itself was just time. And one of the reasons I'm using that is because I've got four frames left in it to shoot on Ilford HP5. And the, the gimmick I'm doing, there's a couple of gimmicks I'm doing. I've always wanted to try photographing pinhole with a flash. And I bought this flash gun. It's a Nikon Speedlight SB24. I bought it for the Day Into Night Challenge and never ended up doing anything with it. So I decided I was going to use it for this. So I'm going to put the pinhole camera real close to what I've got, which is disgusting and gross, but I'll talk about it in a second. And I'm just going to fire the flash a bunch of times over the top of it, you know, to, to illuminate the scene. I've got it directly under my kitchen light, but it's very dim. And actually, if I just put my meter on a highlight, it's coming out at six. So I would need to leave it for a grand total of eight minutes, which isn't so bad. With the flash, my highlight is 10, which is only 30 seconds. So what I'm going to do is actually open it for 30 seconds and bounce the flash on it 
a few times during that 30 seconds and we'll see what we get. I've no idea what we're going to get. This is totally uh, impossible to judge. But the other gimmick I'm doing, and if you listen to the last episode, you'll know how this has turned out because I haven't done it yet because we're using the same rollers film as I did last time. I am going to develop this roll of film using groceries. I'm actually going to use caffeinol for the first time. I thought it would be nice to photograph groceries and then develop using groceries. So these pictures might not even come out because I might mess it up totally. Right, that's my five minute spiel on what I'm doing. I'll just talk about my setup and then I'll get into it. Um, last week, I photographed, like last Sunday actually, I photographed me making my cooked breakfast. And the idea was really nice. The pictures were terrible. Although the one picture that I did frame up, which I liked, I think I'll scan it and put it somewhere. It was very, very underexposed. It was on Pan F. And I think there was something wrong with that roller film because the whole roll came out underexposed. Which is why I decided HP5 will be the one to go with. And I've already taken some pictures on this roll, so I've got four left. So what I'm going to do is plot the camera next to my food real close because I want that kind of ant's eye view and then just fire the flash on it. What I'm actually taking a picture of, uh, we've got a compost bin in the garden and Emma's been collecting veg on it and I saw it the other day and I said don't put that in the bin, leave it, I want it. So I've got this plate full of disgusting rotting food, there's a pomegranate skin on there, there's leaves and browning broccoli, onion skins, banana skins, it's gross. So what I'm going to do is actually take this plate from four different angles with my four shots. I was going to do a shot where I did lots of nice fresh fruit and fresh veg from the fridge, but this is so disgusting. I just had to, I just had to do it. I had to do it. And hopefully it'll, it'll look really good with colour film, but I don't have any colour film. I would have used something like Porsche 400, but I simply don't have any and I don't have any colour developing stuff. Right, I'm still trying to decide whether I want to do this in portrait or landscape. And I'm still trying to decide on my, how many flashes I want to do. I should be able to work this out pretty well. My aperture, my, yeah, my aperture is 130. Which I've got on my meter 128. So I'm kind of just going off that. I metered with the flash just now and a highlight came out as 10 on the EV and I plopped that on zone 7 and that's given me an exposure of 30 seconds but that's assuming that the flash is on all the time so if I leave it for 30 seconds and flash it you know every time the flash recharges I should get a decent exposure I imagine going to do one more test because that was on a highlight so if I point it at that which is the pomegranate skin which is a, a dark red color that's coming out as four so that's two stops below the highlight of the egg oh it didn't register anything well if I just assume that that's going to be eight if I want eight on zone seven it's going to be two minutes Okay, what I'm going to do is 
I need my phone. I need to time this. Where's my phone? Oh, it's charging. I don't know if it's got enough charge. It's... Oh, I missed call. Useless. Utterly useless. Must have turned it off. I bet she called back. Right, as I'm taking pictures. Right. Let's decide on a time. Meter says two minutes. But that's two minutes with continuous flash. Oh, I don't think you know what to do. Oh, now. That is assuming for 200. 400 is one minute. The reason I've said 200 is I've kind of exposed the rest of this roll at 200. But I'm kind of thinking that I'm going to stand develop it. So it really doesn't matter that much. No, I don't want that. Right, I'm going to go for a minute. So I'm going to... Hmm, wonder how much of the background is going to show up. Hmm, maybe I should have a jug of water in the background, that would be quite nice. It's not a grocery, really. But it is kitcheny. Yeah, I've got some bananas there I can put in the background, and my jug, and my little birds. Yeah, I'm going to put some salt out as well. The salt shaker. That'd look quite kitcheny. Right, so I'm going to photograph from this direction. I'm going to go, hmm, do I go landscape or do I go portrait? I'm going to go portrait, why not? Now, it's right under the light, so I'm still getting some light on there. I'm going to expose for a minute and I'm going to pop the flash as often as it recharges. And hopefully I shall get something. Now this particular image is going to be looking directly at the banana skin and the open thingy shell so I'm going to take off hang on to check what frame I'm on five five six seven eight I take that off set my timer going I'm gonna start popping the flash on it one two three four oh this is making my headache Come on, five. It's taking longer to recharge between pops. That's six. Come on, seven. Right, seven flashes. So I'll just do eight for good measure. Eight. Right, that's eight. And that's a minute. Hey, that's not right, there you go. Right, so, uh, wind on, not backwards, please. Can people look for TFTMB on Twitter? <coughs> Should people go to Tales from the Magic Box podcast on Instagram? <coughs> can people email the show at talesfromthemagicbox at outlook.com? <coughs> Ante, can we be now found on Facebook? <coughs> can people support us on Coffee by following the link in the show description? <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> This is
this is probably going to be a very short episode, but some of it will be taken up with the development, so. Right, now I'm going to rotate my plate because there's some onion there and eggs which look real nice. So I'm going to do exactly the same thing. Open up for a minute. Oh, I wonder what it would look like looking through the jug of water. But that would be interesting. No, that's crap, don't do that. Flash is really going for it. I'm just going to put the eggs front and centre and just rearrange this onion so it's right there because I love the shape of that onion. Okie dokie. Number six. Shutter open. Flash. We should go from a slightly different angle here. There we go. Two. I've no idea what I'm doing. I went on Justin Quinnell's website and he said to use a flash and put it right above the camera pointing at what you want to expose with the flash. So I'm just doing what he said. What was that? Four? Three? Four? I don't know. We've only got 23 seconds left. Oh boy, it's taking this flash a long time to reload. Three, two, one. I'm just going to give this one a little bit longer because I only got the five or six flashes on that. I want to give it a couple more. From here, I think. I do hope this works. Because my alternative is uh, the Holger, which is no bad thing, but... I really did want to use this camera as much as I could because I love it. Okay, shot six, winding on to shot seven. And I've only been at this 15 minutes. This is going to be the shortest episode ever. Now, what I've got here is the pomegranate skin and there's some lovely textures, but the inside of the top of the shell has got this cool almost honeycomb pattern to it. So I'm just going to move that so that's a bit more exposed. I'm going to put the pinhole real close to it. I also might want a bit of a onion skin just on top there. Okay. So this is shot seven. And I'm going to go for another minute. Even though it will probably turn out to be longer than a minute. I've got my flash. There we go. Ready for round two almost immediately. Come on, Flash. Where were you last time doing this? Oh, I'm going to have a headache after this. I know it. I know it. Still, it's fun doing this with this Flash. I'm interested to see what the result's going to be like because if I can take this out into the field and do some maybe stuff when it's a bit darker or illuminating immediate foreground elements that would be quite good because sometimes I feel like 
the pinhole's good, but it does lose some of that. Uh, uh, if the foreground was a bit brighter, sometimes it's not that it's fogged, but sometimes I feel like the dark areas sometimes aren't quite dark enough, and maybe having that extra bit of contrast with highlight areas would help. And to be honest, I've never shot HP5 in a pinhole. Well, I have, but I messed up. The, like I said, the last last uh, last episode, I messed up the fixing, so it didn't come out quite right. So this is going to be an interesting take on it. And the reason I'm using Caffeinol, apart from the fact that it's to do with this Cheap Shots Challenge, is the fact that my Extol supplies are really low and I've not got enough left for a whole roll unless I do one to two development. Right, I'll do for that one, I think. Now the last shot. Shot number eight. Come on. This camera does not like winding on towards the end of the roll. Okay, come on, tension yourself out. There we go. Right, last shot. What do I want to do? I don't know what I want to do. Maybe one looking down? I've done that way. Maybe I'll just rearrange a bit, get all my favourite elements in. Because there's a bit of banana. The bit of the banana thing is sticking out. And I feel like I can do something with that if I get it real close to the pinhole. But it means I've got to have other stuff in the frame to make it a bit more interesting. So, oh, the eggs, oh, the eggs stuck together. Oh. Right. So this is going to be a landscape one, and I'm going to put the, I'm going to have the banana skin almost touching the pinhole, and just lift it up a little bit, put that egg underneath it. Okay, it's basically, if it wasn't moving, that is. Okay, it's basically touching the pinhole and I've got lots of other stuff in the shot. Right. Flash. This is going to be interesting. I wonder why the first one doesn't take as long to charge up but the later ones do. Yeah, I'd like to do more with lighting. I've been getting... Uh, looking at LED lights and things and I don't know I like the idea of illuminating things and using the pinhole and if I can do it with flash that'd be really good because then I can do more portraits and things and I think that'd be really interesting I'm just going to illuminate the background a little bit as well with this um, yeah so I've been looking at uh, you can get these LED lights from B&Q and they're really they're not expensive and they've got a good life. I don't know how bright they're going to be and I thought that might be cool to put somewhere. I've got this in idea of um, 
one of those old red phone boxes and uh, sticking a light in there, illuminate from the inside, I'm not sure, don't know, but it's so interesting to play with. Right, my minute's up, but I'm going to just flash it a few more times just to make sure that I've got enough illumination. I think these are going to be a wee bit overexposed, to be honest. But then I can get rid of this disgusting plate of food. It's gross. I'm going to put an image of the plate on somewhere, the blog or Twitter or something. And see what people think right. I'm going to do one more flash and then I'm going to call it a day for my cheap shots challenge. And then it's, uh, okay, that's that done. Turn this flash off. Put the lens cap on and wind on all the way. Oh boy, this winder gets real tough towards the end. I'm gonna have to sort that out. Maybe make a new one. Okay, that's the actual image capture. It's probably not gonna be till later that I get to mix up the calf and all. So yeah, groceries from me and my disgusting plate of rotting veg. Bye-bye. Alright, it's time for part two of this weird cheap uh, shots challenge. The stuff I did the other day, I'm just going to leave as what I did. So this is going to be the developing section. So this is me making caffeinol, which I've never done before. So I might get it horribly wrong, who knows. I've got a recipe which I pulled off the interwebs. Now it does say specific measurement but my my uh, scales don't work so I'm gonna have to do it the teaspoon method which potentially is a problem but even more of a problem is the fact that my soda crystals are all clumped together so I'm going to have to just grind those down into a powder formation. Don't know whether I should do it in my pestle and mortar really, but I don't know anything else I could do it in. Why have you done this? Soda crystals. I don't think I'll need that much. They have been sat for a while, it has to be said. 
Oh, you don't want to be listening to this. I think I'll just cut this bit out. While I'm doing that, I'm just going to get my water up to temperature. So I'm using a litre of this stuff. So what I'm just going to do is put in 800 millilitres and see what temperature the water's at. Like it's around 15 degrees, so I'm just going to add some boiled water, gently, because I want it at about 25 to 30 degrees. Because when I add this soda, it's going to get colder. It's going to drop in temperature, so I'm just going to add hot water. Bring it up temperature a little bit. I think that'll do. It's at a litre then. That's good enough, and the rest I can use to make a cup of tea. Just finish grinding down this as much as I can. It does say this stuff gets room temperature, but it works at room temperature, so I'm not too bothered about it being hot. I just wanted it to be hot enough so that when I do mix it, it's around 20 degrees for when I do the developing. Okay, I think that's powdery enough. Rinse that off. Have to give that a proper wash later on. Although this stuff does clean, so we shall see what happens. Right, it says I need 12 tablespoons of washing soda, 3 tablespoons of vitamin C powder, and 18 tablespoons of coffee. Teaspoons, sorry, not tablespoons. Let's use a a good teaspoon, not a manky teaspoon. So, I'll mix the soda in first. Is that a flat teaspoon? Is that a heaped teaspoon? I don't suppose it matters too much. This is a this is a home cooking recipe, so one, two, and then. 12. Alright, give that a stir. Not with the thermometer. With the stirring rod. Yeah, that has brought it down a couple of degrees. Now, I don't know whether this has to dissolve or what. But. It'll be a while till it dissolves. Apparently, this stuff absolutely stinks as well. Okay, let's put the vitamin C powder in. Three teaspoons of that, wasn't it? Three, and I actually did get vitamin C powder, not the... Uh, not the... tablets, which I've seen people use before. Okay, that's fizzing, that's good. Okay, now 18 of coffee. Eighteen. Just mix that all in. Give it a good old stir. Hope this works. Should work. All the uh, videos I've seen and things I've read suggest that it works really well and it gives good contrast. 
and this is HP5 I'm using and the recommended time that I've been able to find is about 11 minutes so that's what I'm going to do. I don't think you can do any kind of speed increasing stuff with this, I think it's just you stick it in for the time and the longer you leave it the more developed it gets, the more conscious it gets. So I've got some water there for rinsing afterwards, I've got my fix, I'll just make sure this is at the right temperature. It's about 20-ish, 21-ish degrees, that's fine. Careful with my thermometer, give that a rinse. Okay, here we go, developing with caffeinol for the first time ever. This stuff does stink. This phone is so slow. Timer. So you've got to agitate for a bit and then it's it says three turns every minute so I'll just do regular agitation. Okay I've got my twizzle stick here and here we go let's pour it seems like an awful lot. Okay now let's start the timer come on phone I'm just going to agitate for the first 30 seconds as normal. Okay, that'll do for that agitation. Let's rinse my uh, this jug. There's no crystals in the bottom really. There's bits of coffee but no crystals, which is good. Good sign. So I'm just going to give it a little bit of an agitation for a few minutes. It says three turns, so if I just... Well, if you said, I think this is pretty potent stuff, that's why it recommends um, such little agitation, to be honest. I don't actually know anything about it. Now it says you don't need stop, you just need fix, so I'll just uh, get my fix ready. This is pretty fresh, this fix. It's not been mixed up for a while. But it's pretty good. And I will of course have to try out different recipes. There's loads of different ways you can mix this stuff up. I've only tried this one because I only have the three ingredients at the minute. But when the world starts to get back to normal, I'll try some stuff. But, you know, if if you are at home and you are stuck for getting stuff, you know, if you're in a different country or getting hold of certain chemicals is difficult, like developing agents and stocks, presumably this stuff is good. I mean, the soda crystals were about 50p and you get a kilogram of that. The coffee will have been about a quid. The vitamin C crystals were the most expensive thing. They were 7 99 but you don't need to use them. I just use them because I want pure vitamin C. So there's other ways to do it. If you can't get all the stuff, get all the some ingredients. Of course, the smart thing to do would have been to just photograph a single sheet of large format and develop that and not waste a whole roll of HP5. Potentially waste anyway. Okay, last agitation, there we go. Let's put this stuff somewhere else. Get this jug back. 
so we can pour it out into there. One minute, 13 seconds to go. Where is my disgusting jug of... Oh, I'm not going to get a litre of stuff in there. No way. Maybe I will. Let's just see. Might have to pour some of this down the sink. I suppose it won't be that bad. It's not like I do it very often. Okie dokie. Here we go. Gonna give it a good rinse before I put the fix in because I don't want my fix being all coffeeed up. My spare water here for a couple of rinses just to, to rinse it, stop it and then rinse it off. So in four seconds I'm going to pour this out. There we go. It looks so wrong. Okay, let's get some water in there and rinse this off. So that's the first rinse. This is the second rinse. I'm going to leave this water in here a bit longer as well just to let it stop properly. Okay, where's my Twizzler stick gone there? Right, I'll leave that in there. Let's see if we can dispose of this uh, caffeine all properly. I'm going to put as much as I can in this jug and then if I can't I'm just going to have to dump it I'm afraid. as much as I can fit. I cannot fit anymore. It's a full jug. I've only got a little tiny bit that's going in the sink so I think I'll be alright. Looks like there was no crystals in it which is good. It turned out nice and smooth in the end so hopefully it won't have uh, damaged the film in any way. Right that water's been in there a goodly amount of time now. Now let's get some fixer in there. So I want a timer of five minutes. Five minutes. We are go for fix. This is exciting. Not only is this um, homemade and potentially better for the environment, but it's also a two bath process. And I know regular developing can be a two bath process, but Fundamentally, it's not, is it? It's better with the stop. And I know you can use other stuff as stop. I mean, I've heard people talking about using stuff like green tea and all sorts of stop. And I wonder if you could use something like orange juice to make up this developer, as well as vitamin C crystals. Might be worth uh, shooting some uh, FP4 or Formapan, maybe, in 35mm and doing some recipe test and see what comes out of it because you know the potential of a homemade developer is appealing to say the least and different obviously different mixes cost different amounts I mean you can get orange juice dirt cheap or you can get vitamin C tablets cheap but we'll have to see let's give that another little agitate I'm so excited to take these out of here 
I'm also very uh, dreading it because it might not have done anything. <laughs> or my bigger worry is that I've underexposed these negatives. Not the not the fall from my walk, but the fall from uh, the cheap shots challenge. I am very scared that I've underexposed them. But we shall have to just see. 20 seconds to go! Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Why aren't you making a noise? Okay, the fix is not discoloured in any way, that's good. Well, maybe a teeny tiny bit. Right, let's get this washed and see if it's worked. Smells good. Okay. Well, there's something on there. Doesn't look like it's properly fixed though. Might need to leave it in the fix a bit longer, but there's definitely negatives. Oh my goodness. Wow. It worked! It worked! <laughs> Not only did it work, the flash exposures worked really well. Wow! Should have done the landscape though. Oh wow! This is crazy, there's still white leaks in the camera. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to leave them in the fix a little bit longer. Put them back on the reel. But, Caffanol, it worked. I can't believe it worked. <laughs> I'm always amazed when things like this work, because usually when I do stuff, it doesn't always work. I can't wait to scan these now and see what the outcome is. This is weird. This is the weirdest thing about this, is putting it back on the spool in the daytime. I mean, not in the daytime, in, in light. It's not going on because it's so wet. Tell you what, I'm just going to... I'm just going to just put it back in the fix in just rolled up because I can't get it back on the reel. I know that's probably the worst thing you can ever do but it's okay. I'm going to leave it in there for just a few more minutes just so that just so that excess fogging clears a little bit. Okay right so that's the end of this bit. Um, I will obviously come back for the image review, which is going to be very exciting. 
But yeah, Caffanol worked. Now, I've got two more rolls that I'm currently working through. One's FP4 and one's Ilford Ortho. So I might be back developing those in Caffanol later this week. Um, I'll have to check development times again. But yeah, it worked. It worked! How exciting. So I shall see you guys for the image review whenever I get around to doing that. Okay, welcome to the little image review for these Cheap Shots Challenge pictures. Again, if you're watching the video of this, then you'll be able to see along. If you're not watching the video, if you're just listening to, pop over to the blog. Maybe, depends if I can fit it on there. And uh, we'll see, it might just be on Twitter. I've not quite figured out how I'm doing these image reviews yet. I'm just going through them. So. We've got four pictures to look at and right away what you can see is these are quite dramatic. These were developed with the Caffanol and I'm really pleased with how the tones on this have come out. I'm actually really really thrilled that the flash worked and using that HP5 was such a good idea because all these areas of detail that I wanted to capture have really been highlighted by the flash which is really good to see. So this is the bit of pomegranate skin which I liked. Got some nice textures and things there, got a bit of egg in the background. These look like they could be something else, a lot of it could be from a rubbish tip, uh, rubbish tip or something, but I love the textures. And I'm wondering if this was in colour, would it work as well as it does in black and white? I think maybe not. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving the, the detail, I mean, you can see oh, where these pomegranate things are starting to oxidise. Um, got veins on the leaves at the back. You know, you've got stuff going on. Really nice details. Bit of slime on the egg. And you can even see hiding in the back a jug of water. And that's more apparent on later images. And again, there. This is the second image. This is the onion skin. This is actually the banana stalk, which I've had practically touched the pinhole, probably not a good idea because it's kind of ruined the shot a little bit, but yeah, this landscape one didn't work out very well because some of the plate got cut off. But again, that flash, that flash really worked. Really like that flash. This one I liked, I don't know why there's a big white patch in the top, but I think I left it in because it looks quite nice. This is 
slightly further away obviously and you can see in the back there there's a jug of water my salt shaker and I'm not sure what that is it's there and yeah nice detail lots of interesting things going on I'm really happy with how these pictures have come out yeah it's interesting and then we've got the eggshells there and I think this is the one where I tried to get a bit of everything on so yeah, I'm very, very, like I say, very happy with how these pictures have come out. Uh, I'm thrilled that the caffeinol has worked as well as it has. I really wasn't expecting them to be this crisp and clear and this contrasty, but, you know, it's done a good job. Now I need to pick two to send off for the challenge. So I won't be sending that one. I think that's a good one. I think I'll send that one. So it's between this one and that one. That one's pretty good. I think it's going to be that one. So it's going to be this one with the onion skin and it's going to be that one with a bit of everything. But mainly the pomegranate. Okay, thank you very much for listening to this show. Next week is going to be something a bit different but I think you'll enjoy it. And yeah, I'll see you then. Me and Dante would like to say a special thank you to Sea Hero for supplying some of the music for the show and Kevin McLeod for the fantastic opening music. Please get in touch by following the links in the show notes and thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Magic Box.